can see clearly now the rain is gone I can see all obstacles in my way gone are the dark clouds that had me blind it's gonna be a bright bright sunshiny day said it's gonna be a bright, bright, bright sunshiny day. I think I can make it now, the pain is gone. All of the bad feelings have disappeared. Here is a rainbow I've been praying for. Be a bright, 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 bright sunshiny day. It's gonna be a bright, bright, sunshiny day. Look all around, nothing but blue sky. Look straight ahead, nothing but blue morning. Uh, my name is Nancy Merritt. I am honored to serve on your board of trustees, and I want to welcome you to our Sunday morning service. Our services right now are at 9.30 and 11.30, and we live stream at 9.30, and I want to welcome our live streaming audience with us today. Starting May 7th, two weeks from today, we are going to one service at 10 a.m. Um, that is in person and live stream both, so keep that in mind, 10, 10 a.m. two weeks from today. Watch our services anytime on demand or on our website or on YouTube. A story created with loving intention can calm fears, offer hope, and celebrate strengths. This afternoon, Deborah Darby leads a workshop for adults on becoming a healing storyteller. Childcare is provided, and Deborah hosts a second workshop on May 7th, and kids can join for fun and stories. It's for the entire family. You're invited to join either or both workshops. Tomorrow night, our Board of Trustees meets, and if you want to join Dialoguing in Love, if you have something you want to talk about, you can sign up out in the garden court. And Tuesday evening is the men's group at 6.30 p.m. And then coming up in May, we have a Tuesday evening series on death and dying led by Reverend Lori Brandt. We also have Wendy Brown-Baez and Mary Pettengill facilitate Encountering the Wild Divine. It's an interactive workshop, and that's on Thursday evenings. And then our women of unity gather on Saturday, May 6th. So check your bulletin, check the website. All the details are in there for you or the Facebook or our e-newsletters during the week. And now, please join Reverend Kevin for our opening prayer. Thanks, Nancy. Please join me in prayer. Allow yourself to just become present to right now. Take a deep breath. Take a deep breath. And we begin with a breath of gratitude. Gratitude for the gift of life itself, the gift of this day, the gift of this spiritual community. We open our hearts and our minds 
to the expanded sense of possibility, hope, and rebirth. We see the possibility of our visions and dreams being made manifest. Today, we especially honor Mother Earth. We are grateful for her generosity of beauty and all the countless ways that we are provided for. We are commit, committed to loving and honoring this planet we call home. We once again remember our connection to source, our connection to each other, and our connection to all that is. We call to mind those in our community who are dealing with sadness, grief, and health challenges. We see their faces. We see their faces. We see them whole and perfect. We wrap them in comfort, peace, and abundant healing energy. And we hold our entire planet, and especially all those directly impacted by hunger, by war, by violence. We see our leaders and all of us guided in the ways of wisdom, peace, and compassion. And we once again commit ourselves and stand firmly in the vision of a world transformed, transformed through love, through peace, and through compassion. And so it is. Amen. I think we need to celebrate this bright, sunshiny day. Stand as you choose for our opening song, Sacred Love. Sacred love, sacred love is all that you are. You are sacred love, sacred love is all that you are. You are sacred love, sacred love is all that you are. You are sacred love, sacred love. All that you are. Show the way, God, show the way. I want to live in such a state of grace. Lead the way, God, lead the way. I want to live in such a holy place. Such a holy place. You are blessed. Is all that you are. You are blessed peace. Blessed peace is all that you are. Show the way, God, show the way. I want to live in such a state of grace. Lead the way, God, lead the way. I want to live in such a holy place. Such a holy Welcome to Unity Minneapolis. Welcome to our live stream audience. Good to have you with us. We feel your energy and we hope you feel ours coming back at you. What an amazing, an amazing day. Yes. Yesterday we cleaned 
I did a little. <laughs> Other people did a lot of cleaning, and so we give thanks for that today. We give thanks for the sunshine and for the clarity that we have today. And, of course, Unity Minneapolis is what? Welcoming. Okay, I'm just checking to see if you're here. Welcoming community. It's inclusive. It's welcoming community. And so we like to welcome those who may be with us for the first time, or as Reverend Pat likes to say, you feel like you've been, you're here for the first time. And for those of you coming in live stream, we want to honor you as well if you are here for the first time. So if you are here in the sanctuary, I ask you to just raise your hand. We're not going to do anything else. Just, just raise your hand for me. If this is your first time here, raise your hand and let us see who you are. We've got one right back here. Halfway back, Dana, um, in the middle. There you go. Yes. Thank you. The rose that you're being given is from our congregation, is from our folks, so that we can recognize you after the service um, and at least come up and say hi and welcome you. The packet that you've been given has some information about us. Um, it also has a contact card in it. And for those of you coming in on live stream, there is something electronic that you can use to fill that out. Give us your information and we have a gift for you then we'd like to, to keep in touch. Someone from our staff will be back in touch with you next week. So, welcome, inclusive, prayerful, all of those things that we are here at Unity Minneapolis. And what I'd like for us to do now is to say together our mission statement. It is found in your order of service. It, it tells us, reminds us who and what we are and how we should show up in the world, how we do show up in the world. So I'd like to ask you to step into your heart, feel it, and let us say together on this beautiful morning our welcome statement. <laughs> our welcome statement. Yeah, right. Our mission statement. Together, we are a vibrant, inclusive, prosperous spiritual community inspiring and empowering full expression of the divine within through prayer, education, and service. We teach practical Christianity. We teach how to live each day from your center, from your source. And we are glad that you are here with us today. And now let us see. A uh, daily word. I, you know, Pardon me, you guys. I just, I'm not Reverend Pat, so here we go. I seem to want to, to do something after that statement, and I always seem to forget the daily word. Have you noticed? That's at least the second time I've done that. So we're going to have now, Jason, read our daily word. Thank you. We now move deeper into spirit with the reading of the daily word. You are invited to mentally add your prayers to our prayer box. After the service, the prayer box is located in the garden court where you may add your written requests. You may also submit an online prayer request via our website. Your prayers are prayed with by our prayer ministry for seven days, and then they are forwarded to Silent Unity where they are prayed for with an additional 30 days. The word for today is pray for others. As I pray, I affirm the activity of God in your life and mine. I am honored by the trust of those who have asked me to pray with them. Whatever I am asked to pray about, my responsibility is always the same to recognize all qualities of God are active, even in the most challenging circumstances. I remain steadfast, affirming this truth. If I've been asked to pray for healing, I release all thoughts of illness. I affirm divine life is active in every cell. I see harmony and perfect function restored. 
if I am praying for abundance, I entertain no thought of lack. I affirm divine wisdom, love, and understanding, guiding the one with whom I pray to make wise, prospering choices. As I affirm truth for all who have asked for prayer, my awareness of God's activity in my life also increases. As scripture tells us in 3 John chapter 1, verse 2, Beloved, I pray that all may go well with you and you may be in good health, just as it is well with your soul. The word for today is pray for others. Inside where there is peace, inside where there is joy, inside where there is always enough. Take a deep breath and allow yourself the gift of stillness. Feel free to close your eyes if you so choose. Allow the cheer you are seated into fully support you just as Mother Earth fully supports you. Deep breath. Allow your mind and breath to slow. Notice any distracting thoughts or feelings and allow them to be released. Allow any tension in your body to simply surrender, knowing, knowing deeply that this indeed is a safe place. Breathing deeply, 
centering in. Allow these words to resonate deep within you. Allow yourself to truly revel in divine life. I stand in awe in the desert under a moonless, cloudless night, my heart as open as the infinite star-filled sky. I wade at the intersection of sand and sea, breathing in the salty air and laughing with the cackling gulls. I pause at the mountain summit, joining the trees as they stretch their branches up to the sky, lifting my hands in praise. I sing to the rising sun in gratitude for these memories of divine life, absolute good and unconditional love. From oneness, I bless this perfect expression of wholeness, beauty, and sustainability that is Earth. Mother Earth. We now take a few moments and rest. Rest in the stillness, in the quiet, in the silence. invite you to gently return, returning to this time and place. And I invite you to take this prayer with you and hold it, hold it in your heart. Our mother, whose name is earth, hallowed be your ground. Praise be for your lands and your skies and your rolling seas. Your gardens thrive, your spirit alive through woodlands, streams, mountains, and plains everywhere. Grant us this day our needs for tomorrow and refresh us with your living waters. Forgive us our mistreatment as we would forgive those who cause you harm. Lift us from negligence and deliver us from greed, for yours is the home and the beauty and the life that sustains us. And we would love, respect, and care for you now and ever, ever forward. Amen. You think you own what
whatever land you land on. The earth is just a dead thing you can claim. But I know every rock and tree and creature has a life, has a spirit, has a name. You think the only people who are people are the people who look and think like you. But if you walk the footsteps of a stranger, you'll learn things you never knew, you never knew. Have you ever heard the wolf cry to the blue corn moon? Or ask the grinning bobcat why he can you sing with all the voices of the mountain? Can you paint with all the colors of the wind? Can you paint with all the colors of the wind? hidden pine trails of the forest come taste the sun sweet berries of the earth come roll in all the riches all around you and for once never wonder what they're worth the rainstorm and the river are my brothers the heron and the otter are my friends and we are all connected to each other in a circle in a hoop that never ends how high does the sycamore grow if you cut it down then you'll never know You'll never hear the white or copper skin. We need to sing with all the voices of the mountain. Need to paint with all the colors of the wind. You can own the earth and still. All you'll own is earth until you can paint with all the colors of the Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Once again, as with Reverend Pat said last week, I could just say, amen, let's go home, it's done. It was beautiful. I just love that song. I love the words, the message, and how it makes me feel when I hear it. And it's awesome. We've been talking all, well, since Easter, we've been talking about manifesting your dream. We've talked about being pulled into that or pushed by pain, but pulled by the vision. We talked about how to love that, how to really begin to get into our dream and feel it and learn to love all that it means for us and for our world. And then we've talked about how we support each other, cheering each other on, being of like mind and being there to support what it is that we see in our dreams. And today, the title of the lesson is The Master Plan for Manifestation, colon, one step at a time. <laughs> I don't have a master plan, do you? No, it's not true. 
That's not true. Eric Butterworth, in his writings, gave us what he considers to be a master plan for manifestation. It's a three-step. It's a C plus B equals A. How are you at math? C, conceive, plus believe, equals achieve. It's a simple thing. And if you've gone to any unity classes, and especially our prosperity classes, you've heard that formula in different languaging in different ways. First, we have to conceive of the vision, the dream, the idea. And then we have to really have a belief that it is possible. And when we combine those two, we can achieve whatever we desire. Simple, right? How's that working for you? Sometimes it works beautifully. Now let me rephrase that. That plan always works. That process of manifestation always works. Sometimes we're conscious of it, and it's a conscious manifestation, and other times it's an unconscious manifestation. Because every moment of your day, you are manifesting something. Whether you know it or not. Because the process always works. The the issue that I have, and that and I've talked with many, is that I want to stay conscious of what I'm manifesting. I want to bring it into my consciousness and know that I am creating that which is good for me and good for all that is around me. So I want to make that plan conscious. Therein lies some of the complexity of that very simple formula. When I was doing my, my research for uh, this particular lesson, I pulled up some old Eric Butterworth stuff. Actually, Reverend Pat gave me a tape, a cassette set. I don't have a tape reader, so I had to go pull some written words, but pulling out what it is that he meant and what did he say? What did Butterworth really say? about this very simple plan, formula. What I was discovered as I was reading is, is that an awful lot of what he says, what he wrote, sounds like Michael Singer in the untethered, living untethered. Just using slightly different languaging, well, very different languaging in some cases, but different words to mean the same thing, to say the same thing. For those of you who have not been, were not in our Living Untethered, Michael Singer wrote some amazing stuff about how we bring forward into our world the beauty, the love, and how we stay centered in ourselves and centered in that divine flow. Now, that's a very quick summary of that. But the idea here is that we are constantly in a place where if we are not conscious, we will create things that we are unaware are harmful or at least not supportive of ourselves and our world. So what I want to do is, is take that and say, let's look deeper into this concepts, these concepts of conceive, believe, and then achieve. Because Butterworth did the same, and he has some, has some interesting words for it. First, I'd like to say that God's already done its part, its part. Everything that we can imagine already exists. This co-creation thing, God's already done that. Source has already done its part. It has created everything that is possibly conceivable and more, and it exists already. The co-creation part is for us to open up wide enough and high enough in vibration to be able to entrain to it. To be able to 
catch it. And it's almost like you are not really attracting it to us so much as we are opening our eyes and realizing it's always been there. So the co-creation emphasis right now is on what it is that we do. We conceive, we believe, and we achieve. And it's about not magic. It's not about magic. It's about evolution. It's about growth. It's about evolving into a higher level of awareness so that we can see what God has already created. And if we don't get to that place, we create something a little underneath that, not quite so complete, until we can see it again in a different way. One of the things that um, Butterworth said is, you are where you are because of who you are. Think about that. You are where you are because of who you are. And what he's talking about there is, where is our consciousness in the moment that we're in? Because that's where we are. And we have to start from there. We have to start from that point. And when we start looking to change where we are, we have to change the thoughts and the feelings and the emotions that we hold. Let me read to you for you one of the things that, that he so eloquently wrote. If you are willing to take responsibility for your life, to really take responsibility for your thoughts and the patterns that go in your subconscious mind, and even as your consciousness has put you where you are, so by a change of consciousness, you can change where you are, you can change your experience. A basic unity principle. Change your thoughts, change your life. But the first part of that is what I find so intriguing. I have to take responsibility for it consciously. I have to consciously become aware of what my thoughts are. I don't know about you, but there have been days when I can get to the end of the day and wonder where I was. What, I, what was I thinking? How many times have you said to yourself, what was I thinking? Because we don't know. Now, what Michael Singer has told us is that we have to live in the moment, not in the past and not in the future, but in the moment. Seeing what is around us as it is, and how we relate to it. And if we're willing to take that responsibility for our life, our thoughts, our feelings, our very being, we can change our, our world. I can change my world by how I see it, how I think about it how I realize what my contribution to this is. What have I not seen that God has created? What have I not done to make it that clear, clean vision that was initially created? So number one, thoughts in mind create in the outer after their kind. And it's our responsibility as a co-creator to do that. So that's number one in this discussion that I had with Eric Butterworth this week about this issue. The second one is, <clears throat> he calls us, those of us who are truth seekers, he calls us, sometimes we are metaphysical hypochondriacs. And I went, what? And then he goes on to talk about the fact that so often, in order to make that practical, that, that wording practical, that 
that principle practical, we get simplistic in the conceive, believe, and achieve, and we put it on things, okay, and we use it for problem solving. I need a job. I'm going to demonstrate, as his word, I'm going to demonstrate a new job. So I go through the process, conceive of it, see it, maybe, maybe put together a vision board. And then I start using affirmations and feeling it. And sure enough, I get a new job. And then I say, wow, look what I've manifested. Who manifested? In that situation, I have manifested that. I've pulled that out. And then all of a sudden, the job's not working. And I know how to get a new one, so I manifest another job. We can apply that in all kinds of situations. And he said, his words, the ego has manifested what will solve an immediate problem. How do you feel about that? You long-time unity folks, how does that feel? I'm not here in, huh? Shallow. He goes on to say that once he's a, when you use this demonstration formula as a problem solver, there'll always be another problem. There'll always be something else we have to solve because life goes on and it creates new situations and we find that we need something different than what we've seen so we're always solving a problem. So then, then what happens to us? How do we live in that place of being able to demonstrate a life that is lived in the Christ energy, in love, in compassion? Always in the flow, as opposed to always having to solve a problem. So what if you look at that desire, that thing that you want to create, and it becomes, I want to create a life where I am in the flow. I am in that divine flow. Brian, Brian, um, Michael Singer calls that chi. We call that Christ consciousness. Awareness. What if my foundational demonstration is to be in the moment, aware in the moment, and to absolutely know where, down where I know how to grow fingernails, that I am divine spirit in expression and have access to all that God has created? without having to even ask. What if that was my initial desire and I believed it without a doubt? I had no questions that that was true and that everything would then flow into my life. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all these things shall be added unto you. If we try to use this magic of demonstration to solve problems, we'll always be solving a problem. What if we live in the moment knowing who and what we are and our very core and seeing what's going on around us and reacting, responding, responding from a place of love, of oneness, of everything that I do supports you and me. And it's not about 
I created, I got, I found. What would we do if we did that? Hmm. It's a powerful, powerful image for me. I don't know about you, but I find that sometimes a little difficult to maintain. Because all kinds of stuff comes at me. <laughs> you, many of you know that I have two adorable puppies. I mean, they're 10 years old, but they're puppies. And I love them dearly. And just like me, they've got some aches and pains of age. And they've got some behaviors that I clearly have trained them to have that I wish I hadn't trained them to have. And sometimes I, I, I catch myself most of the time before I yell at them. Because it, whose fault is it? It's not theirs. But there are times when I just feel as though I can't cope with this anymore. I can't do with that. With everything else going on in my life, I don't need two sick puppies. So could you guys just get well? Just stop doing that. That's a minor issue in our lives. But it's one of those that gets in the way of us being in that flow and recognizing out of compassion recognizing in love that everything is connected and I have a responsibility in that relationship and it's mine to own. How do I change my behavior? I change my thoughts. I take a deep breath and I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that because God has already created all possibilities that as long as I am trained and in tune and connected to that knowing things move to good things move to good I move to good as long as we stay in touch with that vibration and know that down where we know how to grow fingernails. Oh, we'll be well. It's not always an easy thing to accept. And especially in this day, yesterday we cleaned here. Yesterday we prayed here for the earth and for ourselves as we perceive the issues. And then you open up the newspaper and or the on the, your phone, and you look at that and you think, how can we survive this mess? How can we survive this? And what can I do? Me, one person. All things move to good. When we are aligned with the creator of it, with the image of it in perfection. And our actions will follow. One step at a time. We will follow the manifestation plan. One step at a time. Holding the image we conceive. Believing without doubt. Or when a doubt occurs. Releasing it. Into an assurance of good. And we achieve it. That's how the system works. And it's for us to believe that and to act from it. Because it is our, it is our birthright. It is who we are. Each one of us as individual expressions of that perfection that we call God. That gives me hope. That gives me amazing hope. It gives me a sense of joy and a sense of relief to know that if we all can find that, 
It'll happen quicker. Each one of us steps into that place. Exponentially, the energy increases in our own lives and in the lives of our, our planet and our world. Yesterday's daily word, my thoughtful choices bless the earth. I am grateful for the planet earth, my home. Each time I behold the glory of my divine source reflected in its wonders. Scripture tells me God's first commandment was dominion over the earth and its creatures. Dominion grants humankind the authority to use the resources to create more abundant life and to give each person the responsibility and gives each person the responsibility to help maintain the healthy environment for future generations to thrive. If I am able, I may work with others to plant trees, care for gardens, or help keep a stream or a park clean or free from litter. I bless the earth by making thoughtful choices, mindful of how my actions will affect our shared home. Conceive the vision of everyone working together to be a blessing to the planet just as it is a blessing to us. Hold it in your heart, believe it without a doubt, and it is ours to achieve on a global basis and also within our own lives. It's not magic, folks. It's God. It is whatever you call that in infinite creative source. That's what happens. It's already there. He, we are just asked to see it, connect with it, and then use it through us. God can only do for us what he can do through us. It's another one of Eric Butterworth's famous sayings. Through us. What an amazing, amazing way to live life. So I hold for you the joy of having that energy, that divine source move through you every moment of the day with your choices being made from that source. Clear of all obstacles, negative thoughts, past experiences, expectations for the future, being in this moment and seeing it as it was created. Infinitely joyous. Happy Earth Day. Spirit, I am fed by the divine. I'm good with all.
Thank you, Dane. Thank you. Now is a time in our service where we invite you to gift Unity Minneapolis. I'm going to ask our ushers to come forward. There are a number of ways to do that. QR code in your order of service, envelopes in the aisles. If you are streaming with us, you can go to our secure website. There's Venmo, PayPal, you name it. So, And if you are giving the gift, I'm asking you to hold that in your hand or visualize that. And along with me, I will... Uh, do our offertory blessing and then ask you to do that silently. So together, divine love flowing through me blesses and multiplies all that I give, all that I receive, and all that I am. Now silently, please. So it is. give thanks for these gifts here, those that come during the week, across the waves. Thank you for these donations, for those who have given. We are blessed. They are blessed. We take these gifts and we use them according to our mission, to love, to serve, and to pray. We pray now for those in our community who are having any dis-ease, any issues, just feeling unconnected. So we see them whole, flowing in the divine source. We hold our Mother Earth in that same flow. And we give thanks for this day. And so it is. invite our on-duty prayer chaplains to please stand. They arrived early to hold sacred space for us. They are here to pray with us if you so choose. If you are streaming with us, we have chaplains ready to uh, pray with you in a private Zoom room. So I promise it will be a blessing to you as well as to them. Thank you for your service. Do we have any kids out there today? No? No kids? All right. We have kids here. <laughs> Yes, we do. Yes. We have three amazing children here. And we are so glad that you are here with us this morning. And at the next service, we will have other kids who come in. Um, there will be a full program at 1130 for all ages. So maybe next time we can see you there. There are some kids. Yeah. Oh, wait. I'm told that we do have kids. 
So let's stand out there. We have kids here and out there. So we let's bring them in. In the light, in the light, in the light. We are walking in the light, in the light of God. In the light, in the light, in the light, in the light. We are in the light, in the light, in the light. Sing in the light, 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 in the light. We adore them, and we have our full program at 11.30, so the nursery is open all the way through our Uniteens and YOU class. So join us for that, and happy Sunday. <laughs> and don't, and don't, for those of you, don't forget that at, after our second service, uh, Deborah Darby will be doing an amazing workshop on healing storytelling, which should be a fascinating one. Please, she'll be in the Fillmore room, so if you feel called, please join her there. And now let us say the prayer for protection, and then let us sing joyously, prayerfully, our peace song. So together, the light of God surrounds, surrounds us, I am light. The love of God enfolds us, I am love. The power of God protects us, I am power. And the presence of God watches over us, I am presence. Wherever we are, God is, I am divine, and all is well. And let's sing it. Now there is peace on earth, it has begun.
sweet, happy life. May all your sorrows be gone and your days begin to sing. And if a wish can make it be, I wish you spend every day of your life with me.